Hello and welcome to Leitrim Daily for another Faces and Places episode. It's episode 44 of the series today and we are in Balneglera for the Balneglera GAA Summer Festival. Despite some showers, it was a bright and sunny day in Balneglera on Sunday evening in St. Hugh's GAA field where I was entertained by football matches, running races, throwing the shafe, digger skills, reversing tractor skills, hammer and nail competitions, there was food, popcorn, ice cream, sweets, chocolate bars, everything you could name and everybody had an absolute ball for the afternoon taking part in all of the various activities uh, ended with sheepdog trials on the GA pitch in Balneglera. Today's show is sponsored by Drumcurran Community Family Festival which runs from the 16th to the 25th of August, that's this Friday night to Sunday week, more on that later on in the show. But first, I caught up with one of the event organisers, Thomas Ford, ahead of the day in Balneglera. Thomas, it's finally here. It's the last day of the Balneglera GAA Festival. Lots of people floating around the GAA Park. Good day? Yeah, good good day so far, Brethren. It's only early yet, uh, just after starting here at 3 o'clock. So, yeah, there's a good crowd in already. Well, we have a lot of things going at the moment. We have... uh, I guess the way of the, uh, the sheep, we have uh, tractor skills, we have uh, well in throwing, we have uh, underage football, under 13 girls, and we have under 12 boys, and we have uh, races, all your furnitures for the races, and we have um, popcorn machine up there, we have a mineral bar, and we have Fiona's takeaway chipper and chips from Dungearn, and we have Bunsen Castle. How's the week been so far? Absolutely brilliant, very, very well supported by all the local people and beyond and we're very very happy with it as I said briefly before when I was talking to you that it's our main fundraiser for the year and uh, as you know it takes a lot of money to run a club and this is one of our special weeks in the, in the calendar and we're very grateful for all the people that support us What's the highlight of the, the week been for you so far? I'd say the highlight of the week was the, the drive-in cinema here in the park in St. Hugh Park on Wednesday night we were up in 70 or 80 cars and uh, everyone who was at it was delighted with it and we had a brilliant night and um, we had people sitting out in chairs and we had people wrapped in blankets and we had a really really good night from half nine to twenty to twelve very well thanks Wilson. we'll let you get off with that uh, you've got a microphone in your hand and you're going to be leading the uh, the affairs for the day yeah i am indeed yeah i'm mc for the day so hopefully this is over the week will be over and we'll all be grateful for a good week Lee, I've just seen you throw the sheaf over the... What could you describe that as? Is it over a bar? Yeah, uh, over the bar. And is there a technique to it? Because you seem to be doing it slightly differently to everybody else. Uh, not really. Just try it. I suppose there is a technique to it. What, what's if, the secret? Uh, bend your knees down, really. Push off then. That's really it. And you might describe to the listeners here what exactly we're talking about because there's a sheaf of hay or of grass... And it's rishes, um, a bundle of rishes and there's like a lot of weight, there's weight in it, they're wet and you just throw them across the bar and best there three, your three attempts. And the bar is what, about six or eight feet behind you and about maybe ten feet high? Yeah, ten feet high roughly. That's basically the aim of it anyways. Now I've just watched you nail the first attempt here. Um, has anyone else managed to get it across all morning? Uh, not yet, no. But, uh, it's only early yet. There's a few people now and they'll come up eventually and do it, but 
They'll get it eventually. They're waiting to see what the competition is like first. That's it, yeah. I'm joined by Eddie Fitzpatrick, and we're standing in the middle of, I suppose, the training area here at Ballinaglare yes, GA Club. Can you tell us? Can you tell us what's going on here? Well, we have just activities here for our sports day uh, to uh, raise a bit of funds for the clubs during the year. It takes a lot to raise the club. Around the club, we have a lot of different events. We have digger skills. We have we sheep shearing, sheep throwing, and we have climbing the rope, and we have tractor reversing skills, and we have. That's all farmers will be doing, pushing the bales. Now, a lot of people listening to the show might not be familiar with much of that. So can you give us a kind of a, a blow by blow? Let's start with the with the sheep weighing competition. The sheep weighing competition is you have to guess the weight of the sheep. And whoever gets the nearest weight of the sheep gets the sheep. And you're allowed to lift the sheep? To you can. You can lift the sheep. You can You can do anything to guess the weight. Whoever gets the, guess the right weight gets the lamb. Oh, they actually win the lamb? They win the lamb, yes. As we move our eyes around the, the field here, we've got a tractor with a trailer attached and a series of gates, kind of like a, a ski and slalom, but it's on the flat on the grass here. Are people expected to reverse through those? Yes, reverse through. It's very popular this last uh, few years. It shows the skill of, of, of the, the farmer. It's, it's, a, it's a vintage tractor, it's a Massey Ferguson 135 tractor with a small little trailer on it. So you have to reverse it through the obstacles and the fastest time wins. Down in the bottom corner, I'm seeing someone who looks like he hasn't got a safe pass anyway, that's for sure, <laughs> at the hands of a digger, and he's lifting. You might describe what he's trying to do at the bottom corner of the field. He's, um, he's a mini digger, and uh, he's, uh, he's uh, like a paddling pool, and there's four, five uh, ducks in it. Well, not real ducks now, they're, um, they're, <laughs> they're rubber or wooden ducks. So there's a hook on their back and you just try to hook them on and lift them off with a digger. It shows the digger skills, how, how good you are with the controls of a digger. Now I would imagine he's probably only ever sat in a plastic digger before. He doesn't look old enough to see over the, the console there. Well, he's, uh, he's starting young, you know. It's good to see young farmers uh, come into this uh, area of, uh, of Leithrum and West Cavan because uh, we're getting very scarce on the ground, the farmers. Of course, I'm joking. He, he he's well supervised, and it's all under control here. Next one up is the sheaf throne. And this one, we've just spoken to Lee, who nailed it first time. But you made him go two more times after that. It's the best out of three three goes. Like you know, it's the best out of three goes. And then if you put it over twice or three times, you're in the lead. And then say two or three people puts it over three times, we move the back, the board back a bit, and it's further to throw it. So we have a throw off. So, and uh, on the end of the evening we have a throw off and whoever wins gets a trophy uh, we're not uh, sexist rounding here we have uh, a lady chef and a male chef now so the ladies have a go to uh, throwing the chef the next station appears to be a collection of sheep what are they lying in wait for they're lying in wait to um, sheep shearing competition with the, the, with the old type shears not the electric shears with the old hand type shears like the scissors and whoever's the fastest uh, getting the, the fleece off the sheep is the winner. And does it have to be one continuous fleece or can it be no, it in pieces? doesn't matter as long as the, the fleece is off the sheep completely. Just detached from the sheep completely. Now the next station, as we look around the, the field, we're almost finished now, but there's a, a round bale inside a, a rope. Yes. What, what do the participants have to do in that instance? It's a, it's a round bale of hay. It looks like silage, but it's, it's just uh, wrapped up like silage, but it's really a round bale of hay. And whoever can push it up the field the fastest between the, the cones 
is the winner. That shows a skill, uh, strength and uh, direction because the Royal Roundbill can go sideways and halfway up the field. In terms of the participants, it's rather quiet here at the moment, but I believe from Lee that there's a lot of lads lying in wait around the place going to come down at the end and, and show people how it's done. That's true. Uh, they're going to the, usually wait until the last hour, maybe. Um, this is what time is now. It's about to be another hour and a half to go or before the sheepdog trial start. We'd like to get it finished up before the sheepdog trial start because we don't like to um, to interrupt the sheep, uh, the, the dogs, uh, from their time to round up the sheep. Now, the last thing I see is just there's a, a blue rope between two tra tractors about eight, ten feet off the ground. What, what's that? It's trying to make it up. This is not on time now. This is just uh, on endurance. It's uh, whoever can make it up the furthest up the rope. doesn't matter which way you do it as long as you get up the rope. You, don't, you can go by your hands, but you can use your hands and your feet if you want to. It doesn't matter. So any tight walk roper has a huge yes, advantage. Yes, if they had, if they could walk the rope. <laughs> do you get bonus points for walking it? No, you just uh, whoever gets the furthest up the rope is the winner. <laughs> now, who are the favourites? Who are the? Are the have you got reigning champions in these competitions? The reigning champion I was ahead last year. He was uh, Ryan McGovern from Glen Gavlin. He's uh, he's climbed the rope as far now. I see a young girl at it at the minute here now. She's uh, trying it, and uh, whoever whoever gets the furthest up. Uh, gets the prize. And of course there's loads of uh, family fun days and bouncy castles and stuff. That's not quite your area. We won't be seeing you in the bouncy castles, will we? I might make a way for go later. <laughs>
Talk us through what actually is involved in this process. Well, look, I suppose it's straightforward. You, it's a hand shears. It's probably a, a, a day in tradition now. At this stage, it's nearly all electrical work, but still, uh, good few men can work it here, and it's just all about shearing the the, the wool off the sheep, and it's uh, it's been done here on, on a time basis. I think the, the quickest time so far is around five and a half minutes. How did you get on yourself? I was at nine minutes, so I'm not in the running for the the trophies anyway. How how much uh, have you can you take out today in terms of the the skills around the farm that maybe some of the locals might have that might be getting lost as the, as you move towards more of those electrical and mechanical operations. Uh, apart from the skills, I suppose the the electrical thing has, has speeded up the job a lot easier, and, and you can imagine where it takes you. We'll say on an average of uh, seven or eight minutes to shear a yaw, it's fairly difficult on the back compared to where with electric shears you do it maybe in two minutes, you know. So that's the big difference, I suppose. It's like anything, things has moved on, and I suppose the hand shearing will will eventually die out almost completely, you know. Now, some of these sheep are quite lively when they've been put up on the platform, yeah. but they seem to be very quiet when they're actually getting the, the fleece yeah, taken yeah, off them. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, look, at, uh, I have sheep myself, and the, these are actually quiet now. I've often seen them a lot more. Sometimes they tell you if they're empty, if they come in out of the field full of grass, they can be discomfort when they're put sitting on their backside, as they say. And these sheep are quite quiet now, to be fair to them. How difficult is it to shear the sheep and keep the, the fleece in one, one big unit? Not that difficult, really. No, no, no. That's it's not too bad. That, but uh, as I said already, these sheep are, are pretty difficult sheared for this day of the year. Like, it would be quite common to sheep shear in, in to shear sheep in May. So this is now August. You would you'd expect that they would be easier sheared, but these are quite difficult now. Well, thank you very much, and, and hope your ninth nine minutes comes in somewhere competitively. Ah, uh, well, it's all about taking part, isn't it? So I'm at the end of the round bale push and the Mr. and Mrs. competition, we had Ray and Antoinette McGorty. Uh, I think you're the only competitors, so I think you might have won it. Yeah, well, you know, we really feel honoured to be the only people to be involved in the race. Um, Practising all year for this, so we have... Just we could do the steering wheel on that bale. It just seems to go one way, the way you don't want it to go. You had a very unique technique because Ray, you were pushing from the side, and Antoinette, you were kind of doing something off to the left-hand side of the bale. I we're was not quite directing the situation. That's how we. That's how we roll. <laughs> that's how things work in the McGorty house. Yeah. <laughs> that's how things work in the. She directs the work. <laughs> is that how I it works in every it. house? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, I'm yeah. told it is, so I presume it must be. <laughs> what he doesn't know doesn't hurt him. Are you enjoying the day? Great day. Yeah. Great, Great day. day. Thanks for the rain. Threatened for a while, but it stayed off, and then so did so. Looking forward to the sheep dog trials now. Will you be partaking in that? Not be partaking, but it'll be spectating. And are the kids enjoying it as well? Having a super day if we could find them now. Hang on. <laughs> we left them yeah. there somewhere right <laughs> the way they're gone. <laughs> well, listen, enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks, Thanks very, very much. much. Thank, Thank you. you. Brendan, I'm looking here at a, a piece of wood with a couple of nails at the top of it. Can you tell us what's going on? Yeah, basically this is a, just a log of timber and the purpose of this is to see how many strikes of the hammer it takes to put in a six inch nail. So at the minute we have um, Ryan McGovern is leading it on three shots. But, so we've anything from three up to 20 at the minute, but it's only early days yet, so we're hoping three might be beaten. Uh, this is the first time you've done it or this happens every year? No, this happens, this happens every year. This is, is one of the events we have here every year at the sports day. This is my job for the year, it's my part in the overall sports day. 
And in terms of the, the entries, how many are we expecting off this today? Uh, you could have anything up to 50 to 80 entries. Depends. Some people don't want to try it. They're a bit, want to see the hammer and that. They don't want to, <laughs> to give it a go. They don't want to be embarrassed, but it's only a bit of fun. So Three three wallops, because that nail, six inches is a big yeah. nail. It is, yeah. And we a lot of the, the lads that tried it so far, they're trying to suss out the softest spot in the log. So as the day goes on, that softer spot kind of gets filled with nails and then it becomes more difficult. So we'll have a final then the top three or four will play off in the final here at the end it's a bit different i haven't seen this before yeah this is a, a, an unusual one i don't know who started this event it could be tom maybe came up with this idea himself but no we we always have it at the sports day here every year and it's probably the last 20 years anyway but i've been looking after it for the last six or seven years so it's good fun and a bit of crack now while you're here do you get a chance to maybe take a break and try your hand at any of the other skills around the place oh definitely yeah i'll give a go at the penalty shootout maybe later on of a deadly left foot on me any of the farm skills uh, you any good at any of those uh, yeah there's a, a few of them now of me I am but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be great at any, any of them <laughs> as I mentioned at the top of the show this episode is sponsored by Drum Kieran's Community Family Festival which runs from Friday night to Sunday week in Drum Kieran. And there is an action-packed lineup of things to do through those 10 days. It all kicks off on Friday night with a Seamus O'Rourke play in the community centre. And it's Porrick Potts' Guide to Walking. You must book in advance for that show. 087-244-8642 with the doors opening at 8.15pm and the show starting at 9pm. Saturday sees the old fair day in the main street of the town from 12 noon until 7pm with dancing from 4.30 to 6.30 from Stuart Moyles. Loads of things going on. Mobile farm, stalls, a taste of leitrim, a rodeo bull and many, many, many exhibitions. There's so many activities. There's a magic show on Monday, 19th of August uh, for kids and most importantly for the adults to be entertained as well. That's at 6pm on Monday while there's a live band and a reliving of the dance hall of the 70s and that's in the community centre at 9pm on Monday after the magic show in the marquee earlier in the day. Tuesday night sees the fashion show at 8pm in the marquee, while Wednesday there's street events from 6.30 with a strongman competition, a ball race, and the rodeo with a thousand euros up for grabs in the ball race. So get your entry into that before Wednesday. Seamus Moore and guest Olivia Douglas uh, provide the entertainment for a jiving competition from 11pm in the marquee that night. Thursday night sees Adrian Knight, the hypnotist, uh, return to the festival. He's at 8.30 in the marquee, while on Friday evening, Derek Ryan and his band uh, take to the stage at midnight to 2am for some dancing in the marquee. Oh, that's Friday night. Um, and Michael English closes off the show on the 25th of August at in the Marquis from 11pm to 1pm. There's a family sports day on Sunday, festival bingo on Saturday evening, and lots more besides. So check that out. You'll get all their information on their Facebook page at Drum Curran Festival. Or if you want to speak to someone, if that makes you a bit more comfortable, uh, you can contact them on 086 3699217 or on 087-244-8642. And it promises to be a great 10 days for the entire community up there in Drumcairn. So get along and support that. In the meantime, we're back to Balneglera to see how the rest of their festival went. Lucy, you just after taking part in the under 12 girls, but you've got an under 10 sticker. You decided to jump up to the, the older girls category. 
Well, I, because I didn't win when I was in, I kind of like going in other races, except for I wouldn't go too, like, too high, because then you're definitely not going to win. I love your optimism when you didn't win the under 10s that you're going to give the under 12s a shout. Yeah. And do you run normally? Mm, yeah, normally. Once a year? Yeah. No. I like walking and other things. And do you play any of the sports? I play soccer. And who do you play for? Well, Dunnacarney Dragons. And they're not local, they're not here in Ballinaglare, are they? No. They're in uh, County Mead. And your sister's here as well, but she doesn't want to talk to us, does she? I do! Oh, she's changed her mind. So, Lauren, what have you been running in today? Um, the under 8s and the under 10s. And I see you have two medals in your hands. What are they for? One for first and one for third. And I'm guessing you came first in the under 8s and third in the under 10s. Yes. So you bet your sister in the under 10s. How is that going to be like in the car ride home? No. We might have to get Lucy's opinion on that. Lucy, wh- how are you going to be dealing with your sister beating you? Uh, okay, because I have a sore ankle. Okay, so we're coming up with the ex- injury excuses. I like it. I like your style. Girls, are you going to compete in, in the under-14 race now? Mm, no. No. Well, hope you enjoyed your little stay in Leitrim, and we'll be back next year. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, enjoy your day. Noel, we're standing here at the finish line of the uh, underage races and you have a very important job. Yes, I'm holding the finish line. And there's a scatter of young lads running towards you and some of them can't quite get the idea of running in a straight line. That's right, yeah. We just have to keep encouraging them to run. Keep running and don't stop. Now, there we go. And we have a a quite... Yeah, keep going. Well done. There's quite a clearer winner, first, second, third there, but uh, some of these races are very tight. You have a very scientific approach to how you pick the winners. Uh, Well, we have one person assigned to pick first place, another person to pick second, third to pick another person to pick the third, and then we have the two linesmen, yeah. So you basically have to go in and grab the person that you've seen crossing the line. (laughs) So timing timing is of the essence before they disappear. (laughs) The kids seem to be having a great day. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And even even guys, just keep the, keep them keep them running. These guys here following up at the end, and I guess they're under four, but they think they can run under ten. But they can run any race they want. But they're the smallest under tens I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are technically under ten, <laughs> but they're also under four. <laughs> uh, will you be seeing you in any of the adult races later on? Uh, you might see me in the yeah in the dads race maybe yeah. But there's quite a few young dads, so I'm at a disadvantage because I'm an elderly dad. <laughs> I believe now I don't I haven't seen this for myself, but I believe the the dads and the mothers race are probably the two most competitive races oh, here absolutely. today. Absolutely, a lot of cheating going on. Yeah, yeah, especially at the starting line. Yeah. A lot of them are kind of veer out from the starting line, yeah, so it can get a bit nasty. <laughs> so here we have, I think it's the under t- under 12 girls race, yeah. All the clear winners here as well. Keep going, keep going girls, well done. The, on kind of community days like this, there's a large population around, but a lot of people don't live locally, but they have connections to the area, so... This is, this is a festival that's gone on since 1988 when this field was first commissioned, as it were. So a lot of people who have moved away for jobs or whatever uh, come back for this week 
and I live up I, I live up the east coast so I always bring my kids down for this race and they always look forward to coming home and have you been around for most of the week then all week yeah yeah and so I gear my annual holidays to this festival yeah and in terms of the activities over the last seven or eight days what's been your favorites we had an outdoor uh, cinema experience here in the field on Wednesday night and that was that was pretty cool yeah kids enjoyed it uh, sleeping on or sitting down under blankets because it got a bit chilly at around 10 o'clock and it went on to around half 11 yeah so there does be a lot a number of activities there does be a tra car treasure hunt that does be fun as well you have clues to go around some of the country roads you know so people enjoy that as well it's the community feel that's what brings everybody about the origin of this uh, came about from 1988 when this pitch was developed and opened first opened and at the start it was all American relations coming. American relations and maybe English relations coming over and they came for a few years, but then it kind of it kind of died away and it just turned out that it was the locals having a bit of fun and maybe all the harvest was done at that time and, and that's what it is today. It's everybody just letting their hair down for the week and taking part in the different events. Now, just one, two, three, four. Come on, slow coach. Keep moving. Well done, lad. These under 12s look, or under 14s look younger than I the under 10s a few minutes ago. They're all taking part now. <laughs> Doesn't matter what age. Well done, Fionn. How long have you been away from Balneglare? Um, I guess all in all since I went to college, since the early 90s. And then when you, you go away from college and then, then you have to try and find a job. So that's what happens and people didn't. You meet up with someone and settle down somewhere and it, usually it's away away from home but you still have the connection so you come back for events like this and it keeps you in touch with your community like it's the same anywhere any of the rural rural communities throughout of ireland be the same thing like you know because currently most of the jobs are in the big cities and predominantly on the east coast so it just uh, it's a pity that it wouldn't you know put more infrastructure in in place in rural ireland it doesn't have to be in every town and village even if they only developed every kind of county town and then that would develop a cluster of people to live live around it like you know but it just doesn't seem to be the interest in it it doesn't make sense to have all the jobs in one part of the country and when it doesn't make sense and the politicians aren't doing it it just means they're not interested in doing it they don't they don't care because they're getting to do their job and they're getting paid to do their job and they're doing it quite poorly if i if i can say but luckily the community sticks together and once the six together will survive, but it, they're surviving without very, without you know with very little support from from politicians or any any developing agencies like you know, and it's a great it's a great area to, to for kids to grow up on, and unfortunately a lot of the kids that grow up here will probably have to move away themselves like and that's not right. Ryan, you get all the fun jobs. You're here. <laughs> as a ambassador for the credit union yeah just uh, 2019 now is there's privilege now to be asked as uh, ambassador for the year so there's been lots of festivals like this around the county so in Banaglera today so it's a very enjoyable event what exactly was your job involved i saw you with a whistle in your hand don't tell me you were refereeing uh yeah i was refereeing a girls game now i think under 12 so um wasn't sure what i was being thrown into to be honest but uh, it went well and yeah, they all seemed to enjoy it they went easy on you yeah yeah there was no roaring and shouting thank god i don't know if i'd be a referee now in the future i don't know if it suits me <laughs> So Robert Crawford, we're standing here beside a sheep and I've just given you two euro to have a guess at what weight it is. What's your advice? Ah, 
Ah, well, you don't really know. I just give two year off the lamb, anyways, and you guess the weight. I suppose that's it. And there's lots of different guesses between 35 and 42, 43 kilos. So. Now my concern is, I believe I heard a rumor that if I guess the right weight of the lamb, I win the lamb. Yeah, you can either bring the lamb home or ATR for the lamb. So it's your choice. So I don't have to bring a lamb home and put it in my spare bedroom, like. Yeah, you can you can uh, bring the ATR if you want. <laughs> that sounds like a good deal. I that I I'll go for that. Okay, I'm gonna take a guess. Can I take a look at who what other people have guessed? So yeah, as you said, it's from about 41 kilo kilograms right down to 35, 36 kg. I'm gonna try and pick one that's not already picked. So we'll go with mm, 87.6. Sorry, 37.6. 87 would be very, very he heavy. That'd be like a full-grown adult. 30, 30, I can't remember what I said now. 37.8. 38. 0.8. Yeah, it's probably not going to win, but... Yeah, you'll be surprised. I might be close enough. Thanks very much. No bother. Sarah Lachlan, you're standing here at the Way the Sheep. Have you had a chance to have a go yet? I have. What's your um, your guess? I think I put down that he's around 36.5 kilos. We're kind of going lower than everyone else. We kind of think that they're being a bit harsh on the poor, poor lamb. Well, it's, it's not a good thing for the lamb to be bigger. It is, but it might have, uh, I don't know. Uh, I suppose it is good that he's, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> and have you gone off, a, 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 is it purely off a visual guess? Or have you actually had a chance to kind of get up close and personal and pick him up? Uh, no, it's purely visual. I think I don't want to scare him. It's probably a good idea. I think he's been picked up a couple of times already. So what's your highlight of the day? What else are you going to be doing? Will you throw on the sheaf later on? Um, I will try. I'll give it a go. I don't think I'll be very good at it, but I will give it a go. It's um, it's a great day out, so it is. There's lots lots to do and lots to see. Um, good old good day for the kids as well, especially. Um, my nephews, uh, Zach and Jaden, are having great fun on the bouncy castle, so they are. Yeah, that's the highlight for them so far. Carol, you're here with a lovely bowl of chips and cheese. These are my husband's, not mine. Yeah, you would say that. <laughs> We're here watching your kids on the bouncy castles and they're having fun and they've been over the football earlier. Yeah. What's it been like for the day? It's been fantastic. It always is every year. It's really nice. There's something for everyone, something for lots, so much families here and lots for everyone to do. Um, like you said, there's the bouncy castles and then the dads like to get into. What is that behind us? I think he just killed something with the tractor. I think but it was killed. It was dead anyway. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. The sheaf throwing and what is and they have um, rolling of the the bales. So yeah, there's something for the dads and we'll all get into the races later. Now, yeah. I was told there was a ladies uh, sheaf as well up there. Will we oh, see you throwing the ladies sheaf? Oh, if there is, I'll give it a go. I didn't know there was, but I will. Yeah, and we'll have a go in the mothers' race as well, of course. Yeah. And how are the kids getting on? How are they enjoying it? great absolutely brilliant they love it it's um the highlight of the summer for our kids they love to come and just get involved in everything um they have a father and son look-alike competition which my son is very very up for this year <laughs> and they love the races and you know there's something for everyone so it's great verona you're here with the civil defense looking after everybody for the day I'll try and turn out, hopefully not have any serious incidents, a few band-aids. <laughs> There's a couple of sharp implements now with the sheep shears and a few other things going on. I see 
uh, some fairly young kids managing that digger over there in the corner as well. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The kids round around this end of the country are well able for for sharp instruments and diggers. They know well how to manage with them. What's your main role here today? Ah, uh, no. We're myself and Philip is providing uh, civil defence cover in case anyone does need a plaster or band-aids or that, and I suppose it covers insurance as well to have civil defence out, and we do it all voluntary. So. And have you had any incidents yet so far? I've had one band-aid so far, yeah. And was it just kiss it better and it's grand? I uh, just give it, give it a bit of a wipe and put a, put a band-aid on and send him off for an ice cream. <laughs> I'm here with Tommy Fallon at the Sheepdog Trials. And Tommy, you have two dogs here. Do you want to introduce them to us? Yeah. Sweep and Dot is the two dogs' names. Okay, and we're standing here on just on the sideline of the GA pitch and we've got different obstacles lined out around the pitch. Can you explain to us what actually is going to happen in the next few minutes? Well, we have to go, the sheep will come out of the red top of the field and you'll send your dog up and collect them. And hopefully your dog will bring them down the field as straight as possible. And he put them through them two hurdles there. And then you'll have to come on to the pin that's in the field here. And that pin, you have to pin them. And the best way your dog does it is, which every dog won't do it the best way, but the best way possible, you'll do it. And is it all about the timing or the technique? Seven minutes time. So there is. And there is a bit of technique in it, surely, but your dog has to be working well at it, you know. Definitely working well, you know. Most dogs now, these are all mounted dogs that I have here. And they're mounted dogs. Something that should be very good at the feet, in the feet, you know, to be... So this is an annual event, how have you gone on before? Oh, well, well I've won several cups and places in my time, and lost several times too, I lost as much as I've won now, there's no doubt about that one. Who do you think is the favourite of your two dogs, who do you think is going to do the better well, one? I think the brown dog, the dot. There's no commands on this dog, he just goes with a way in, but she has the saints, what we call saints, come by, he is left and away is right. And so you direct them from the side? Yeah, they are safe, as best you can. Like. But, like, they're this is a small side, it's a mountain area, but, you know, most dogs have worked on mountains around here. So we come into it once a year and we do the best we can, <laughs> you know. Well, listen, the very best of luck. And we do run in Barahamden too, and, you know, some here, and, you know, there's a couple of places we do run just for the month, you know. And, and that's what we do. Well, I'm at, I'm at it, dogs, there's 50 years now we're at it. So things haven't changed for me much. And uh, things beginning to get a bit quiet now. The, the screaming children are getting a bit quieter and everyone's well fed and energy bursts gone. I tell you, we had a great day here and a constant crowd the whole day. And what really made it was when the, the Tyrone um, Kerry game finished came in another influx of people. I think it's nearly, you can nearly start another event here now at the minute there's so many people around, which is a great success today. And the sun has actually come out in the last couple of minutes. Top the up our tans here as well while we're at it. The sheepdog trial's happening here on the main pitch. Oh yeah. There's some mixed fortunes. Some of these guys don't really seem to be, some of the dogs haven't really shown up. <laughs> well, I tell you, one of the guys that had two dogs actually, he set up, I won't mention any names, but he set up um, one of the events here for us this morning and then he proceeded to go to Scary Rins pub. And he's after landing back here now with two dogs, so I wouldn't wonder if the dogs aren't obeying his instructions at this stage, to be honest with you, briefly. It, it's, it's been a great day of uh, fun and festivities for everybody. Yeah. How important is it to the, the town of Ballinaglare and the village of Ballinaglare? Well, it's great. I'll tell you, uh, we have this um, community park here. It's used more, almost exclusively for GEA because that's the only sport that takes part here. So then when you have a sports day like this, there's all a range of different events. And then this training pitch here lends itself very well to 
you know, you have two separate pitches and they're beside other and all the facilities are here. So it's just great to see it being used for something else apart from GEA. Even the tractor driving backwards? Even the tractor driving backwards, yes. And there's lots of other stuff here. Pretty half in the camera with you. Lots of other stuff here as well with going on with tractors. And, uh, and uh, congratulations on a great day yeah, out. Yeah. And hopefully loads of funds raised this week for Balanaglair GA Club. Yeah, yeah. When we're, having, we're wrapping it up tonight, briefly, and, and men like you that give it some airtime all week on, on your online radio show, which was great for us as well. So fair play to you as well, briefly. I mean, like you, would help make things happen too. Fair play to you. And that, folks, is it for another episode. Thank you so much to our sponsors, which is the Drumkieran Community Family Festival, which takes place from the 16th to 25th of August. So that starts this Friday night. All the details on their Facebook page. To everyone in Balneglera for being so hospitable, thank you so much for looking after me for the day. I had an absolute blast and it was a great evening's entertainment for all ages, from kids right up to the grandparents who were floating around enjoying the food, activities and the bit of companionship and community that was very evident through the whole day. Thank you very much for listening and we will be back to you tomorrow for an episode of In Focus. Talk to you then.